Welcome in everyone to episode seventy six of Coffee and Shell. It is uh, we're we're sticking true to form. It is eight a.m. Eastern time as we record this. Uh, two days before the launch of NHL twenty four, a bunch has happened since our last episode. Myself and Padre uh, are going to discuss uh, the deep dive that I I made. Uh, we're also going to talk about uh, the our, our our predictions for the NHL playoffs in this upcoming year. And, uh, you know, whine about hut. So, like we always do, uh, let's give the viewers, especially the younger audience, what it's like to be a dad. What's up, man? What's going on lately? Well, um, we were supposed to start like 52 minutes ago, but for the last two weeks, for some reason, I can't get the Eastern Central time down. It's like when we, we, when we agree on it, like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll see you at um, <laughs> like 8 a.m. or whatever. Then I'm like, my brain, like when I... My brain, for some reason, like just forgets the. I don't know why. I I don't know why. I just keep messing it up. But the world no, runs on uh, Eastern time zone, brother. I know, and uh, and I'm like, I was telling you, I was like, luckily it's like I'm awake already, so it's not like I'm just like slumbering, and I just came downstairs. But it's uh, yeah, it's a whole thing. I mean, you get how it is. Like last I mean, dude, trouble a year. He's a year old today or yesterday. Oh, let's go. So, let's go. So we're having his year. birthday party today, and. uh uh yeah, he still sucks at sleeping. What uh <laughs> what that's not what I want to hear. Uh <laughs> what uh what do you do for a 1-year-old birthday party? Uh we're Family, just doing no, like, you know. But yeah, we're just doing like my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister, his girl, or well, his fiance. My brother got engaged last week or t- two weekends ago, so um and then her side. And uh yeah, we're just doing like a bluey <laughs> themed okay. birthday party. So I, you'll, saw you'll the, I saw Bluey. I saw. You'll get into Bluey. the kids show. It's it's funny. Like my daughter, uh, and this might be just showing more my bad parenting. Uh, my my wife used to work when my kid was that age, my first kid, and uh, I would maybe get her a little bit too much screen time, so she oh, was more yeah. into the TV shows. But um, he could care less about TV. But the one thing he does like is like Bluey. So we were trying to come up with like a theme for it or my wife was and i'm like why don't you just do bluey like who cares like he likes oh, the show enough. so his show is kind of catchy i don't know if you'll, you'll see it soon dude i'm all with paw patrol that's like i can yeah, tell yeah, you we that. were yeah we were yeah. on paw patrol. it's funny you'll you. like you'll sit here and you'll like be singing the, the song oh in your yeah head because they're just like catchy <laughs> my, my best friend uh my best friend kyle you know is a you know shift factory worker just a guy's guy essentially <laughs> and he'll be sitting there just like humming Humming the Paw Patrol like theme song every once in a while. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? We, we, we need that. We need the Paw Patrol theme song. It's like the outro song. This episode. That, yes. So <laughs> yesterday I got my first uh, taste. This morning is my first taste of uh, what it's about to be like for the next three months. So obviously with the launch of the new game, uh, it is the mm-hmm. busiest time of the year for me. Uh, but I also picked up a new gig with the Niagara Ice Dogs, where I do their post game show um, with the, with the team. And uh, last night was our home opener against London. Um, my favorite. Th- so leading up to that all day, I got downstairs, uh, woke up at 630 in the morning. I've been waking up at 630 every day for the last two weeks. Just to prepare also to just go out and get a walk in before I got to either help with the kid or go to work, you know, um, because I can't just sit here for for months on end. I got to move a little bit. So waking up at 630. I spent probably seven hours on a video for the launch of 24 on my own channel. And uh, then I had the Ice Dogs game at 7. My favorite part about covering and watching the OHL is that uh, you get to see the best prospects 
more, you know, it's the best collection of prospects still in the world. I think the U.S. program has the most high end, though. Like, it's wild to see uh, how many first-round U.S. players go. In comparison, yeah, even that, just 10 that, years ago, it's nuts. If you ever go back and, like, look at the U.S. The US and TTP teams, yeah. it's just wild how many first-round picks come off those teams now. It's, it's I mean, the projected it, top two in this year's draft, Macklin, Selbrini, and, and Cole Eiserman. It's kind of weird that like Canada doesn't have something like that unless they they do. Well, we have like, the CHL. It... It's a much more organized league. Well, no, 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 no. I just mean like it's kind of like, like do they have a isn't it like the Canadian the Oh, Canada well, it's uh, so it's more out in Alberta. It's more yeah, in Alberta. Yeah. Like cuz if you don't if if you don't make the OHL and you're in Ontario, you I I this is probably a Jeff Merritt question, but I I for anyone that listens as a that's a nerd about like junior hockey, I would be stunned if you play collegiate hockey in ontario and ever made the nhl out west it's a little bit different um like th- that's where mccarr came from he i think it was right. out of high school like he he got drafted literally out of out of the bc or whatever the western high school hockey league he is in the ajhl which that's is like the alberta junior hockey league and then yeah. he went to umass and then he went to umass and yeah. then but so he, last it's just crazy that he played at umass that that's is pretty crazy that. yeah they um so last night the ice dogs had a home and home against london which <laughs> the ice did they dogs, lose last night yeah but the the the, the ice dogs won 11 games last year is awful they had the yeah. second overall pick in the ohl draft um ryan rubrick and the fifth overall pick in ethan zada and um they they have a much better team um in terms of their overage and like that and the first game mm-hmm. they lost by one and they outplayed london which was stunning london is uh, for anyone that doesn't know is the consensus number two team in the entire chl of all 60 teams so I was like, this is going to be a 10 nothing run. Uh, the only good thing is that Easton Cowan wasn't playing because that actually looks like a steal right now, but that might just be Leaf Media. Uh, but Easton Cowan looks like legit. He's still in Leafs camp. However, as a Sharks fan, uh, this is the duality of being a hockey fan uh, when, you cover, when, you, when you cover Major Junior. So uh, I am, I'm a diehard Sharks fan. In the second round last year, they got Kasper Haltonen from, uh, from Europe and London because they always end up with every good player. They got him in the they 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 acquired his rights and Casper Halton got sent down the day before their home opener on Friday and he's got that that might he might be the most like NHL looking player I've seen in the OHL um, it, it was nuts and then I got to see Sam Dickinson who um, just hardest shot I've ever seen from a defenseman he scored a goal and uh, he's going to be probably top five in the NHL I have a feeling that Sam Dickinson, if the Sharks don't win the draft lottery and they get kind of crushed and they fall to like four, that they're going to end up taking Sam Dickinson because um, he looks like the best defenseman in the draft. So anyways, uh, I do that. I do, the, I do the podcast after the game. I get home at like 11, 30, 12, uh, hang out with the kid and try and give my wife a little bit of sleep. We wake up a couple times throughout the night because he's fussing. 6.30, I'm up this morning, went for my walk, and uh, I had to take him with me because um, – he is uh he's fussing too much and he doesn't when you go on a walk so i'm walking around 6 30 in the morning around my neighborhood and with the stroller out uh and uh you know now uh now we're here hey, you can, at least you can do it for a little bit because when the weather gets cold it's like yeah yeah you're not gonna be able to do the strollers i i love the i love i love going on walks now that i have kids because yep. it's just like it's like a good way to entertain them 100 and it, it gets some of their my like my daughter because she just runs yep like, like we're just walking she's running and so it just gets your energy out a little bit. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, that's. Eight minutes in uh, of dad talk. So we've hit our quota. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about the deep dive. 
Um, I was uh, blessed with the task of completing it. Probably the most stressful month of my life, simply because, uh, for anyone that doesn't know, when when you post when so this wasn't posted on my channel. The deep dive was strictly for EA, um, and it has to go through an approval process of like legal marketing, the NHL, the NHLPA. Um, so th that was extremely difficult, uh, but I'm blessed to have the opportunity to do it. It was, uh, I think it turned out okay. What did you think about the contents though? Because I, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, there wasn't anything online, which was tough. Um, I, I don't know. Like just from like talking to you off camera and stuff, like you kind of like warned me and, and like, you're worried about the way the community would receive it just because mm -hmm. of like the last, which it's not your fault. I mean, that's what people need to understand. No, no. Like and, and honestly, uh, before you, before you go over it, like, um, most like I didn't see anything where it was like, you know, the video was bad or anything like that. It was simply just the yeah, content. No, up, right? So I, I appreciate everyone who said that the video was, was good. Yeah. I, I know you were a little worried about, mm -hmm. you know, people being like, Oh, sleeves, like, you know, this sucks. Cause you didn't, you know, it's like, well, I don't make the game yeah and I'm trying just to do like what they asked me to do. And like, yeah. like next year, hopefully you have more to talk about, but like, um, going into it, I, we kind of like knew because we played hut and beta or the technical test, whatever. Yeah. And um, I don't know, just the, the thing that I told you, I think you did a good job of, which it, this, is, this, this is just like more of like a skill to or testament, I guess, to your creating of videos. <laughs> but you were good at uh, like leaking, but not leaking. Oh, but that, type of, you know, just that was my favorite part. That was my favorite part. Yeah. So I, I uh, as a creator of the back of my mind, I tried to show off as much as I could. Um, in terms of the cards and stuff. And they told you to, too. Yeah, yeah. So. Nicholas really wanted me to show as much as I possibly could. I could have showed more in retrospect by the time I got near the end, where it was the live content portion was the last part of it. It was kind of, I was kind of at my wit's end. Um, because in the middle of that, I had to go to Vegas uh, for the media tour. And then, not had to. I, I was I, I was invited to, and then I did the media tour for, for the NHL. And then, um, and then I had to go do the Washington Capitals media day. So I, in in between there, I was flying, and I had to keep getting this done. Uh, I'm glad that it was finished. I'm very very happy to be done that. But um, no, it was all right. So I've been uh, mess. Go ahead. We can't mention the Caps Media Day. Can you talk about that one a little bit? Yeah, I can, yeah, that one's fine. Yeah, you you, so like, you got to tell. So sleeves went down there. He got to play. Like you guys have seen in the past, like the kids that are with the Caps gaming and sleeves, but mainly sleeves. I think in the past it was maybe like Zelniker, and then after that, uh, the guy that runs Caps Gaming, James, he would like do stuff with them. But they brought Sleaze down to kind of like yeah. play with the pro, and Sleaze had a cool interaction with Lapierre. You got to tell the story. That's that's a good story. Okay, so um, it's something I've always thought about, just because, um, especially it, just covering Junior and realizing that they're kids, and a lot of the younger guys, like if they play hockey ultimate team, do they know me? Simply because, not because I'm some major star or anything, but if they've ever looked up anything for Hockey Ultimate Team, I've tried to do my best to make it so you can't avoid me. And uh, the very first person um, that comes in is Hendrix Lapierre. I've never met him before, and uh, I just remember I, I have his. I actually have his Young Gun card. Um, funny enough, but uh, he comes into the room and he looks at me and he goes, "No sleeves." And I looked at him. I turned back around to James and I was like, "Is this a prank?" And he's like, man, I'm. A, he's like, this guy's a massive hut player, and he's like, I grind hut every year. He's like, I watch all. I've watched your videos for years, and I was like, oh, okay. And that's how the day started. 
So um, I was I was pumped about that. We played uh, played some shell, dude. Half the caps, guys. Okay, I don't know how much I can talk about the media tour, but a lot of them have never played NHL or they haven't since like NHL 14. And it was a uh, you know the caps, guys. Half of them could probably beat me one v one. Like they game, man. It was crazy. So um, I basically only had five minutes, and we just did shootouts. It was just to get clips or whatever for uh, for for caps gaming and things like that. Um, and I was just, I would just sit down with a player, and they would just come in. It was a lot of their uh, a lot of their depth guys, but Kuznetsov joined me for one, and uh, he is a hoot. So Kuznetsov comes in, and I don't I don't score on one of the shootout, and he looks at me, he's like, "You're kind of shit, eh?" And I looked, I was like, "I guess so," and what? he's just Dude, laughing. You see the comments he's been making in the media? Yeah, man, he's he has no he is filter. Wild. He has no filter. Um just goes about his business but dude had a smile on his face the whole time there were some guys so i it was at their practice facility which is it's on the top of a mall um the rink is up on the parking garage roof um great facility and i, I think they have a couple rinks so the, the they practice there but they also have a community rink for leagues and stuff and uh, they had the whole light and show set up i'll have pictures and whatnot of it um, and they were doing like their, their starting, starting for or starting player screens that would go on the jumbotron at capital one. And, um, so yeah, it was a lot of workman like stuff. And then they come into our, my thing and some of them were like, I've never played NHL, you know, but, uh, no, they were pretty cool. Um, Kuznetsov, Kuznetsov was awesome. I didn't get to talk to Ovechkin and Wilson, um, or Oshis, those guys weren't, but, uh, I, I got to speak to and play. I got to play 15 minutes of 24 with Wilson at the media tour in Vegas. So that was cool. But no, it was a, it was a fun time. The media tour desensitized me. I was so nervous about interviewing players and whatnot. Cause I, I just don't like interviewing. I'm not, I don't, I don't feel I'm very good at it. Um, but the media tour by the end of it, it was 30 of the best player, 32 of the best players in the world, 15 minutes back to back. And then by the caps one, I was, I was just ready for it. So, um, but no, that was a, that was a blast. Uh, thankfully, I don't think I travel now. I'll end up going to Washington at, uh, at some point. Um, I'll end up going to Washington at some point this month, uh, for my monthly trip to district E stream from there. Um, but for the most part, I'm just at home and I'm just grinding I'm excited. Um, you know, I've been putting together my videos for the launch of the game, and uh, I'm ready for it. I think the lack of online changes is tough, and I'm very curious to see how long that lasts. Uh, sim- yeah, for Hut, simply because we're, back to, we're going back to the video. Yeah, yeah. yeah so sorry, back to yeah. So back to yeah. So the um, you know we it's it's still champs rivals squad battles repeat um which god is just uh it, it's pretty brutal however because gameplay is so different it really does feel fresh uh moments is cool i don't think it'll i don't think everyone will will gel with it or vibe with it it all depends on the rewards for it i don't think they need to be overpowered i think they need to make sense um so i'm curious we'll see by christmas time I bet exactly if, if, by christmas, if, if by christmas we're struggling and like you, you don't have a choice i you know i'm like I, I agree, fine, you know, but it's like if you're sitting there at like, you know, whatever time you're what time do you plan on? It's like after the first, you know, after the subathon's over, what do you what do you I won't be doing? I'm, I actually I've changed my mind on that uh, simply because I kind of want to um, wait, wait a little while. Um, and not to mention, 
I was only going to stream until like 11 p.m. and then sleep and not count the timer and then sleep till about 8 or, you know, go back on at 8 in the morning. I need to find a way it works while having a kid. You know, I can't leave my wife just up and alone, even though, you know, it is, you got to go to work. So I'm not going to miss mean, it. I, dude, I, you could still do it. And like, if you have to get up and just be like, like put on. Yeah, no, something. but it's also, dude, I also have like, I don't know if it's because I'm older. I have, I, first of all, I don't like gifts. I'm a very guilty person. I feel very guilty when someone gives me things like that, which is probably, well, this is not a very good industry to be in for that. But dude, like the, especially if you're in Canada, the economy is absolutely brutal. So to be like, Hey, I'll stream for you and won't, and won't stop, but you got to give me money. Like, it's just, I don't, I don't feel super well with it right now. Um, yeah. you know, it's exciting though. Cause I'll find a way uh, I will later on in the month, maybe in October, maybe in November, uh, come up with a bunch of rewards and, and things to give away and stuff like that. Um, and, and see if I can't, uh, you know, make it worthwhile. Um, but yeah, I'm just gonna hold off on that. So my schedule is that if that's what you were gonna ask, like normal time, yeah, I yeah. Guess. So like let's say, yeah, let's say it's like Thursday or Friday of launch week. Um, no, no, no. Sorry, I meant like after the launch. That's oh, probably, okay. Like, so because... you said like a Tuesday and three yeah, weeks. normal, like a normal time, like three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Well, I'm gonna wake up at six thirty. Uh, it's just been really good to get outside with my dog or my kiddo and just see the sun. To be honest with you. Um, and uh you know wake up at 6 30 go for a walk for about an hour and then um try to make my breakfast and whatnot get to work uh and start making a video uh you know i usually try to make a video a day i'm really trying to not just make the video a video to make a video um but it's very hard because you know i'm not the best editor it takes me a while um because i'm not extremely uh quick with with a lot of it but so probably work on videos until about noon maybe 11 a.m and then I'll stream probably from 11 a.m. till 6 p.m. Um, for the first month or two. And then getting off at 6 p.m., maybe even earlier, depending if I have a Nice Dogs game to go to. Uh, that'll change some things. Um, you know, and just kind of rotate and just kind of, you know, do that. Uh, my, my, my only extremely good quality about my work ethic is that I can be relentless and just do the, you know what I mean? I can, I can sleep on four hours and, and just work for 20 and I can do it for a long period of time. Um, I don't know how entertaining I'll be after it, but, and with a kid, it adds a whole other wrinkle, but I'm excited for it because there is nothing like it as a creator, if you, not just NHL, but like a sports game creator, cause it's yearly, um, to, uh, the first month, man, the, it's like a constant hit of dopamine constantly because you know, your views are the highest. Everyone's happy because they're grinding. Well, if you're a hut streamer, uh, everyone's grinding hut because there's stuff to do. Uh, and it's and it's newer, and everyone's chasing after to get that good team. It's not until about end of November that's when you start to see the ugh, you know, and uh, you start to creep up a little bit. First two months are usually pretty bangers, though. So we'll see. Uh, are you, dude? Uh, you're you're uh, someone who does not spend money on the game, and you're a competitive player. Are you excited to start uh, getting after it again, or what? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess it's um, I don't know. It's some of the stuff that I kind of am thinking that i'm gonna have to do it's gonna be a let, let me ask you, let me ask you this you haven't you you like playing nhl obviously even if you know there's certain things about it you don't like it you're still we're all we're all obsessed with hockey and addicted to the video game it's just reality situation you haven't played in months because there hasn't been anything to do so that aspect you've got to be kind of excited for right yeah no i am i just i just like i told you i know it sounds really bad but man if they just did a rivals leaderboard I could just feel like for like seven days of the week, there's something to like, just a cause and effect. I'm a big, just cause and effect. I don't know. It's, it's, it sounds dumb and it's a leaderboard. It means nothing, 
but it's just something to show like kind of your progress online that's and i just I, feel yeah. like yeah it's just i feel like if i had that maybe during the week like just something like because it's like dude there, there's so, like during last year i would get on and like yeah champ starts on like what is it wednesday, wednesday now or something now, yeah. like but it's like you you would have to like like i would just spread out my my game it, it would it would it would feel like so like sparingly i'd play the game you know what i mean because it's like i'd be spreading out the 20 games within like four or five yeah. days you know like whatever so it's 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 like you know like by sunday you're kind of like all right well what do i do all right i guess i won't be back on the game till wednesday i mean that's 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 where i was like getting to the point where i'm and like don't get me wrong i i know i could play rivals i know i'm capable of it but that's why kind of like i jokingly like texted you like a few days ago. i was like would you ever do lg because i was like i could do lg but i need like a friend you know what's <laughs> like, funny i've been uh i've been hopping around some streams recently and um you know, not that i want to play sixes I yeah just... no i'm it's funny something that i don't do well as a creator is and really it might be because i'm an only child i've really not liked multiplayer games outside of halo 3 um but that was because i competed in it so like it was like the most amount of fun with my friends when i was in high school um i'm really not big on like team games just because like that's just how i was raised my, my favorite video games are all solo games they're all single player games and something I'm, I'm not very good at is like playing like you know playing nhl or streaming and doing stuff with other 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 people i mean i think back to like my favorite streams probably ever are the among us streams right before or during covid when everyone in the nhl community was playing among us just because that was hilarious uh and then the golf streams with like the four with me nasher pete and stinger um dude like those were great and i i've it's starting to hit home to me that like lg for anyone that doesn't know what lg is uh league gaming it's uh who makes my site also did you see my did you see the app teaser yeah no sure. we got a little hud hubs getting a mobile app um so be tuned to stay tuned to that if you want to see it it's on my twitter um tris is trying to get it finished that dude is a wizard um so hopefully we'll have all of the cards uploaded to the hud hub we're all over the place today uh uploaded the hud hub um by the end of the first week uh the hard part for me is um getting the card arts uh ea cannot send us that so we have to go in manually which is no problem really because i can sit there for hours on it and do it the problem is it has to be on the market because it has to be lit up um so th that takes some time but you'll be able to search your search for whatever card you want um you'll be able to build your team to see if synergies and things like that work well um and um you know we'll we'll, we'll be ready for that uh, you know very early on in the launch so um anyways uh i i want to i would love to do you asked me about lg and lg is very structured you join a team you got to play three games a week times are d like uh 9 10 and 11 at night sunday through wednesday i believe and there's one on thursday um and it, what's crazy is i play this game for a living but i've owned an lg i've i've done a whole career in lg for four years and it's awesome for anyone that has never experienced it you should sign up you start in the chl it is so much fun uh but does become a, a very very daunting task especially as you get older and you have kids and responsibilities and things like that obviously you you understand but i know a lot of guys that that's really just what they do at L, uh, nhl they just play an lg um and I don't know if I want to do that because LG comes with a lot of like political stuff sometimes, especially if you're in the NHL at the highest level because it's all like whoever, it's just about winning and that's it. Um, I really wouldn't mind hopping in for some sixes or threes with some of the EASHL creators. Um, and uh, it'd be fun. I would love to. Um, so if you, if you guys watch a, a friend of mine that I've known for a long time, he was actually worked with me, Terry O. He's probably the biggest EASHL creator now. 
And um, I was saying he just streams so late at night. It's very difficult for me to be up that late. But you know, maybe commit night. Lots of subtweets lately. Yeah, maybe maybe at night. Uh, maybe at night. Maybe hop in, dude. Could you imagine if we get Terrio and Net, and it's me, you, and Robert Thomas? Like, oh, I think that could be I hilarious. Mean, like that. We could and, do like right? we could do like I don't say like celebrity because these people. No, 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 no. no. For, for like, sure, well known people. Well known people that we we could get like. I mean, I don't work, like we could get like name people to come in and play just for fun and like laugh and like whatever. Like, like I know like Max Jones plays, Thomas plays. I never Breakout. play. I, I never break outside my bubble of hut anymore because it, right. as a hut content creator, you feel this like pressure of like you got to just be playing hut constantly, and uh, yeah. it's probably a big reason why we're so negative in the game by the end of it because it, you know. Um, so I would really like to play some ESHL again. Um, we'll see how that goes. But you know, maybe maybe a Friday or Saturday night, I can you know dedicate a couple hours. Yeah, I just know it. an owner that just got a team, so that's why I asked you about it. So. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, yeah. I, I have no interest in that, just because of the politics yeah. of it and the scheduled time. Um, I, I don't know, but LG is sick for a lot of people. But um, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I, I think sixes is really fun, especially from like yeah, like I said, like the there's a there's a I think night streams are fantastic for having a group of buddies. They don't work during my slot time because for anyone that doesn't know, like I stream in the afternoon um, and then up to 5 p.m. The reason why is because of HUD content. If I could, I would stream, uh, legitimately, I would stream at 9 in the morning. For anyone that doesn't know, like when I first started, like I streamed 9 a.m. till noon every single day, like Monday to Friday. That was my that was my stream time. We, we need... Me and you need to find a game because, like, we're we're you do it for a job, so you get you get like I miss a hobby, bro. Honey, yeah, right, right, right. Doing it for a job, I get like like I told you, like, if it's the same kind of setup and it seems like it's going to be, probably I'm gonna have the thing where it's like from like Sunday to Wednesday nights or whatever, even even like all every night, kind of like where I just have nothing to play. Like, I that's where I missed about like Warzone. I got back into Warzone, like the first Warzone, like for dance, and I loved it, like, it was the most fun I had playing a game in a long time and everybody was playing it even people that didn't like video games are playing it people that i worked with people that everything i mean everybody on the sun had it was free we need to find a game that me and you can just chill at night and like sit in discord and play. maybe it's threes man i don't know i, I but if you yeah, know but if you find something like it sounds this is like really like maybe you'll know this did, did you ever play like computer game i mean like on your computer so like like runescape when, no, no, no. So, like, when I was, like, in, like, high school, like, when yeah. we had, like, a computer class, I had back-to-back -back computer classes. Okay. Like, senior year, I took it as an elective. I took, like, typing, even though I knew how to type. I was just, like, getting, like, a like a credit out of the... Like, it was just, like, a dumb an class. An like, we, Yeah, like, we messed around. And there was this game that me and my buddy, we'd play in the class. It was called Gravity Master. I don't ever remember. I don't remember Gravity. So, I I you, you might actually get, like, we would play just, like... Just oh wait, you're talking about like the dirt bike MX, like where like you, like your guy was like you know like kind of like we would do that one too, where you try yeah. to like do. So there was this one, so you would you would try to get the ball from like I don't know, the bottom or the top of the screen, you had to get it to the bottom, and you'd like make like shapes so then it wouldn't drop, and yeah. it was like crazy. It was like addicting because it was just like that takes your mind things, out. Like, it's it, it's a it's yeah yeah it's an escape. But like it's we would do it, and I, like this, I'm saying like, and I need something like that. But like in like the video game. Form. Yeah, one of the craziest things psychologically um, was 
last year, last winter, not the winter that just passed, but the prior one, I went through this month where I was just like down and out, no energy, lethargic. And so you got to remember, like, December is still one of my biggest months. So, like, and the game is still relatively new. It was NHL 22. And I was good at 20. Oh, no, 22 was my down, like, one beginning of the end. 21 was last year. I was good. But, uh, so, um, anyways, uh, I ended up just going to see, like, uh, like, a, like a shrink. And uh, just, again, I wasn't sad or anything like that. And I was just like, man, something's not right here. Like, I don't know what's going on. And the first thing she goes is like, you know, the first thing she goes is, you know, what do you do for fun? And I was like, I play video games for a living. What do you mean what do I do for fun? And she's like, no, it's a job. And I'm like, I play video games. What do you mean it's a job? I'm an adult and I've, like, you know, I'm, I'm over th- I'm 33 years old. I've worked 15 years of my life before I started doing this. So I know what work is. This is, you know, I'm blessed to be in this position. Yes, I have to work long hours and, you know, whatever. But if if you were to, if my best friend who has to go to a factory shift and be in a 130-degree furnace for seven hours compared to me 12 hours playing a video game, like, it's not even close to comparison, right? So I'm very grounded in that for anyone that's out there that thinks I'm not appreciative and understand. So I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, find some, play a video game or something and don't record. And I'll be honest with you, so... It was when Halo Infinite came out, and it was me, Nasher, Cookie, um, Decasaurus, and again, Halo Infinite, for anyone that didn't play it, was very much like Halo 3, and I didn't stream it, I didn't record it, look for clips, I just, like, play, and man, it was like a, it was just like a mental release, and, because uh, I love video games, that's why I do this, and it's crazy, though, because when, when you, the video game landscape now is, like, you got to be making content. You got to be the best player ever. Like, could you play NHL without a goal in mind? That isn't threes. Could I play it? Um, like, load know, in, probably. play versus if it's not a money game. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, my thing is just, like, feeling... Because I still feel like I'm pretty good at the game. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I'm, like, a top... I don't know. 30, 35 per player in the world, probably still ish. Yeah, you know, I could yet. probably come up. I mean, I think, I think I am. I mean, I don't know. I, it's just a matter of, uh, just like, there's not a lot of things to show or anything either. You just have a chance. That's all it is. There's no tournament. Yeah, like, I, I would, no... I would say 50, just top 50 would be the lowest yeah, I would get. Whatever, just like, because yeah, you don't like play as there, much. Like, yeah. And, uh, so it's like, I feel like, well, why would I not play the Hutch, the, um, yeah, the GWC? You know what I mean? And then, like, I also like being, it's also like opportunities right so it's like if i do stumble into like making an event or whatever the case i mean i was close to making the uh all-star game one like i was pretty close to the i mean i was like two wins away from the all-star game or a win away or something like that from playing in the finals and the kid that made it didn't the kid that beat me didn't even go because he couldn't get his passport oh, so it's just like one of yeah. those things where it's like Hysteric. you know what i mean where it's or you know he wanted to go to cuba or something oh but never mind like, that was okay i, know I still like mess around and i get close to things and i know i have the ability to it's just like i don't know so it's like i i feel like i have to not have to but i feel like i should at least it's like it'd be dumb not to and i also like if i play versus and uh it's like i feel like i'm just like like i don't know who i'm even playing like, there's no I like goal there's no goal to it anymore because it is yeah, but again it's just like no one plays it anymore so it's just like yeah i feel like i'm like sitting there and i'm like well this isn't fun i'm not i like challenging myself a little bit you know what i mean like i play in a men's league here in st louis and i think it's the best men's league in the city by a mile i think it's one of the best in the country probably and if I didn't play in it, I'd feel like I'm not testing You're in net, like, right? You're playing in net. Yeah, I'm in net. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like pushing myself, though. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like, oh, I want to go play, like, in the second tier league because, like, 
I can win every game. It's like, well, that's not fun. <laughs> you know what no, I mean? I like, why you. would you? You know, I mean, like playing an LG. I want to play if I want to play in the league. I don't want to play in the AHL and CHL. No offense. Yeah, that's no, no. That's so like that right there um, is is the is the mindset that I'm trying to like get out of because I'm in the exact same. Like I'm still very competitive, even though I'm not good at the game anymore. Uh, I just don't play enough to be as as good as. Which sounds crazy because it's my job. Uh, you asked me my schedule, right? And it was like a stream for six hours. I'll maybe play three hours of Rivals. And that's on a six-hour stream. Now, when I get down to, like, four- and three-hour streams, half the time you've been in my streams, I'm talking, like, two-thirds of it, right? Like, I just sit there and chill. Um, so, you know, I, I feel you, man. Like, a, it, I, a game that we can find is just going to connect. And I think it might be six. It might that's be three. That's our goal the next three months is to find something because we're going to get in the dog days. Let's try threes. Let's try threes. Yeah. We'll and try threes. We'll yeah, do it on stream night. with no goals. No goals. We'll make, you know, maybe maybe the goal is to grind the battle pass or, like, you know, try out, like, a stupidly funny build with and not care about winning. And then the second that we're, like, you know, we're losing and we get that, like, man, we got to pick it up, then we disconnect. Like, that's it. You got to get – I don't know. I think it's just we need, to, we need to find a way to enjoy NHL again. I think we should have, like – kind of what we thought about bringing, like, a guest on that. Maybe we, maybe we bring people in on that. I think that might be an idea. Like, like I said, yeah, I think that there's – there's a lot you know, of guys like that, that I don't know. all the team like coffee and shell or something. Maybe. Maybe that might be the play. Maybe we should make it like whiskey and shell since it's That's late it. at night. It's late at night. The, um, <laughs> all right. So for Hut this year, um, it sucks because the time of this recording, I can't um, I can't speak about um, the stuff that's unreleased yet. But uh, I, made, I, I made my, uh, yes, I made my uh, how to get started video. I personally yeah. think it's fantastic. And I think it is. I, I spent a... I spent probably about like 10 hours in the video just researching, making sure that like the info is correct. That's something I'm really trying to focus on this year. Um, and uh, it's, uh, I'll say that they're giving away a lot of coins in Hut, and I'm excited to see what we can do. I, Dude, I'm struggling internally because I have no interest in ripping, in, in spending money. I have no, I, hand to God, I have no interest in spending money, not just from like a, you know, um, uh, you know, I'm jaded and I don't want to give the company any money because they don't deserve it after NHL 23. But, um, you know, just like a free-to-play, it hits so different. When you pull something in free-to-play, it is the, I, I would have to say, it's probably the biggest dopamine kick you'll get in NHL, which is not good. You know, it should be winning and things like that. And, you know, but I, I honestly think it might be when you're free-to-play and you do it because you work, you have to work a lot harder. Um, it does look like they're helping out free-to-play players a little bit. Um, but I know that, man, I know it three days in, or I'm going to run out of stuff to do because I'm playing so much, which uh, is not intended. And I'm going to be sitting there, and, I'm, you know, a lot of people come to my channel to see the best cards in use, all of them at the same time. Even if I'm not that great of a player, at least they can get a sense of how the cards are. And um, not having them all is going to be like, okay, mm, is that not what, you know? So, um you know, we'll see. I might, I might end up dropping, you know, a couple hundred to for the for content. I really don't like pack opening content. If you've been following my channel a long time, I don't like watching it. I think that it is. Um, I don't understand people that do enjoy watching it. However, it is a business for me. So, like, you know, if people want to see it, then sure, I'll make a couple videos on it. But I don't do very many. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll see. You know, I, I don't know. 
Um, but it is what it is. You'll be free to play. The thing I'm excited yep. about with you and, and going into this year is, you know, I'm definitely not a competitive player anymore, if I ever was. But, like, you know, Division two, low Division one, and um, but you're at the higher end. But you're also at the higher end, and you don't spend money. And you're very frugal, fellas. If I, can, I can't describe to you how careful this dude is with his money. You, you know, when you were a kid, you were the, I got $100 for my birthday, and you had $100 your next birthday. Like, there is no way that you spent that $100 as an 8-year-old. I had it spent 45 seconds after I got it. So, like, you know, the mentality is way different because I have a way different relationship with money than you do. So, uh, but, like, you know, it'll be interesting because we always go through, we, you know, what cards are great values that are, like, low 80s and what's got good face-off ratings and abilities. So that'll be fun, right? Yeah, we – I got to do it more on the podcast because I guess I probably – burn out all my questions off the top <laughs> it's like, like the ones that i ask you like at least i i feel like at least i don't ask you the same things that you get asked in your stream 500 times a day it's, it's not at that least like it's, it's asking really about in, the same player like, over and over again junior <laughs> pens and me get along great because oh, yeah. we look we both we both look into the stuff like i look into it more because i don't like he said because i'm i'm free to play pens does it because he's just like that's just how he is like, he's a hot nerd it's what he yeah. enjoys yeah, so I, I do it just because, like I said, I try to be careful, like, straight making MSPs. Like, I'll ask Sleaze, like, five times. Like, you think this one oh, will really, dude. like, age well? MSPs come out, well? and I'll end my stream, and I'll get an immediate call. And it'll be like, so I'm thinking about this this MSP, but do you think it's worth it? And I'll be like, yeah, man, I think it's probably worth it. Two hours later, I'll come back after dinner on Discord, and it'll be like, I'm, I changed my mind. I think I'm going to go with somebody else. I'm just like, dude. It's, hey, it's, I, the one that... The one that I gave you tip on was uh, the only time you listened to me was uh, Kyra. What one? Kyra. The fantasy Kyra? one? Yeah, I was like, you got to make him. You, never you did. Yes, yes, you, yes, yes, like, yes. This was before Kyra, like, broke out. And it was and, right before uh, the end of the event. Because yeah, I dropped, you were, like, yeah. You were, like, going back and forth. And then yeah. you're like, ah, I'm going to do it. And, then, like, looking back on it, like, I wish I would have done Duchesne. Because it wouldn't have mattered. That anyway. was my it's best like, call. Yeah. I'll have you guys throughout for if anyone isn't that wasn't around the last couple of years or whatnot the fantasy hockey event it's my personal favorite because EA has no control over it really once they release the cards if a player pops off they go up one overall for every goal they scored defensemen go up plus two and they tried to ruin the event last year because the overalls were garbage they were so low that it made it look like they were never gonna hit ninety nine and it still didn't matter um, like last year for example I didn't listen to myself the event came out when I was in Vegas too. Um, and uh, I remember I went back and I watched my video of it, and it, the audio is all scuffed because I'm I'm at the hotel. <laughs> I had my editor do it at the time, and I remember when Pavel Minchikov came out. And I, again, I'm a big OHL guy. I, I saw Minchikov play against the Ice Dogs like three times last year. And uh, the thing about OHL defensemen, man, is that the entire offense runs through them. The the, the those guys that just especially if they're NHL picks, they'll just start ripping bombs from everywhere. And uh, the power play goes through them, and I was like, man, I bet you any – he was like 6'3". He was only like 195 or 190 or whatever, but I was like, I bet you any money he's going to hit 99 because Ottawa is going to go all the way through him. And sure enough, he hit 99 pretty quickly or high overall. But um, when it comes to the fantasy event, it's so difficult because usually most players, especially free-to-play, can only make one, maybe two, right? And the thing is they've got to be able to use them in their lineup. So when Timo Meyer comes out and he's a 71 overall – yeah, he's going to hit 99 probably, but 
it's not going to be until January. You can get him in your lineup. So it's this delicate balance. Last year, I made I bought Cam Fowler for five hundred coins, five hundred thousand coins. Sorry, and uh, he had like ninety speed, but he wasn't that great. He was like an eighty four or an eighty five maybe, and no one bought him. Everyone was kind of overlooking him. I'm like, man, if you can use someone, skating is all that matters for the fantasy cards. If you get someone that's high enough, that's around what every other card is, then that's safe. That's the floor, right? Because you at least know you can use that card. He might not hit ninety nine, but you can use like a Kyrie's a perfect example. But I remember Duchesne, that Duchesne year, I was like, man, everyone needs to buy Duchesne because he had like 93 speed when the card came out, and he was like an 82 or an 83. I was like, you could use him on your fourth line if you had a god squad. It wouldn't matter, and he had 99, like immediately. So Kyra was a good call as well. And it always helps when like they do the Evo event. Like I swear it's like a month into the season or something. It's, it, it, it's unfortunate because, um, well, first of all, props to EA for moving the release date up, um, you know, to try and get it before the start of the season, obviously, which is big. But if you think about it, the first event happens uh, usually the the worldwide release, right? So that'd be like October 6th this year. It's a two-weeks event. So if the Fantasy Hockey event is the very next one, you're already like two weeks into the season. So that's tough, right? Even if it isn't the very – I personally think it should be the very first event um, just because, you know, and, and maybe give a card – to everyone that you know you pick a favorite I team. think that's the only way they can do it because mm-hmm. I have the trouble even when we were saying about the Meyer thing I have the trouble of affording a guy because even though people it's yeah. a 71 people still jack it up to like mm-hmm. 500k and like how many people have 500k in the it's first month it's being sold at the 99 price when yes. at a time when it's not even usable that's yes. the problem with the, i mean that's not the problem because the fancy hockey event is done well i still think it's the best event in the game it's the balance though and i mean that part of me why i'm so excited is on my, when i have my god squad and i drop a thousand dollars in the game or whatever because it's my job you know i had like four of them i had four fantasy hockey guys right and it didn't matter if he didn't make my team because i had every other msp and team builder and all that right um but free to play you, you gotta be man you gotta be frugal and you gotta be smart like you gotta be you gotta make the right call uh on those on those cards so i hope there's another fantasy event i'd be blown away if there wasn't and uh, i hope it's early i hope it's a second event at least if it's if it's not the second event it's tough but you know we'll see we'll see uh want to talk uh let's talk let's do previews let's do uh let's do our our who is gonna make the playoffs um this season We'll give a little rundown of why. Um, got the standings pulled up? I'll ask you first. Yeah, I have so last start. year's pulled up. All right, let's do so. let's do the East, and we will start with uh, the Atlantic Division. Give me your top three, in order. Uh well, I don't order's bad, but I'll. Uh, okay, I'll say Toronto wins the Atlantic. Yeah. Even though I'm a little bit worried about the goaltending, even though I like Joe Wall, I just I don't know. Um, I don't know. I think they'll be fine though. I, I just I just worry about Samsonov's health, but I also like Joe too because I he's from St. Louis and I think he's a really good goalie. Um, then I will go. Guess I'll it's say- real hard at two now, especially with the Vasilevsky news. It is very yeah. hard. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm going to say Florida. Oh, dude, that's because you love the Kachucks. I just think that, I, think I don't a, know, I just think they have some serious The decor, now. I think Ekblad and Montour are out the first, like, 
couple weeks. But then like they month. have uh, Knight back now, too. And I think that'll be really good, having two good goalies. I, I think Bob will be... I don't think Bob will have to be relied on as much. And then I'm going to go... I'm going to go Boston. Yeah? I understand they lost Bergeron. I just... I think they'll... I think that they're one of those franchises they're not just going to, like, let... They're not just going to, like, quit. You know what I mean? Like, if, if they... If they're struggling, I think they'll address their needs. Who's your top three for the Atlantic? So, uh, I think hands down that the Leafs win the division. If they don't win the division, it's a massive, a massive, um, like, uh, not choke, but um, they have all the opportunity in the world now because every other team in the Atlantic, while there's a lot of good teams, I think the Atlantic division is probably one of the strongest. Um, At the very top, it's wide open now because Vasilevsky got hurt. And then you mentioned the loss of Bergeron. Uh, I think that people forget about, like, dude, Bertuzzi and Domi could be real good. Like, they're only there for a year. Like, it, it could be and real Reeves. good. And Reeves, like, I don't think Reeves I just is think I, I, this is this. Listen, I'll say this right now. I was a Leafs hater the way they were last year and the year before. I'm excited to watch them. And I'm, like, rooting for them now because I like the guys they added. And I'm, like, I know Reeves, so I'm, like, rooting for him. And I just think it's going to be a fun year. I think it's going to be a really fun year. I think they're going to be physical. Yeah, I just, I'm excited to watch them. No, I, I agree. Um, I think that uh, I was listening to the Steve Dangle podcast and uh, they were talking about, I believe it was Jesse brought this up, that Reeves might only get into 50 games, maybe with that contract, maybe a little bit more. And it's not that he has to go and pummel someone every night for him to be effective, but it's the fact that, like, you see that as a player. I see it in junior. You see that as a player, and you're immediately, when you see Reeves go out there and, and handle his business or whatever and keep players in check, that the rest of the team is more likely to stand up for themselves. Um, right. And that the, the Leafs have had an awful problem with this because Matthews, McD- and Matthew, McDavid, Matthews uh, Marner, and Nylander just won't stand up for themselves. You know, and there's something to it. They don't need to fight. That's not what they're paid to do. They should not be fighting. But if you are getting rocked in the head or someone takes a run at Matthew Nyes, you need to, like, they're, like it's something that I can't stand watching. I was, you know, I, I can't stand watching that. The, the, the perfect example is the Stamkos and Matthews thing in the playoffs last year. I get that, it, you know, Stamkos was goading him into a fight to get him off the ice. But it's not like, you know, the situation I understand if, I just don't understand how, as a human being, you're getting punched in the face by another guy, and your response is to not like is to just let it happen. You know, like that's that's what I can't understand. But uh, you know, I'm not a professional athlete, so you know. Um, but I think that they will win that division. Um, God, man, Tampa without Vasilevsky is is it like fatigue? Is it like fatigue from fandom of them just being good that where you want to just like, you know. I, 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 by the way, my pick on Boston and them can flip flop. I think they're going to get Martin Jones once he has to go on waivers. <laughs> you know, I feel uh, Martin Jones. Um, and I understand it's Martin Jones, but I'm telling you right now, that team's so good that with Martin Jones in that, they're, and, and, and like, I know this sounds crazy, that Jonas Johansson or whatever. Oh, that Marcus Johansson, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The big, no, no, the Jonas, big six Jonas. foot six goalie or whatever like i watched him play in colorado and he played in buffalo and and i mean you, you just never know i don't know that that team it's one of those like i said the third spot could flip-flop between boston and tampa i still think tampa's fine they have so much firepower and 
so many good players. Yeah, I you're think, right. You're it, right. You're right. I'm, I'm not going to think. I think, I think the Vasilevsky thing, like, I don't think it cripple. I just, I could just see them flipping with Boston. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. I'll, I will I'll go. Actually, I'll, I'll say Tampa third. I'll say Boston wildcard spot. I'll okay. I will say Toronto one, uh, Tampa two. Here is my thing. Boston losing Krejci and Bergeron is massive simply because when they had them, um, they were the best historical team ever in the history of the NHL. Losing those two guys, how much, like, could you, do you see 35 points being lost in the standings to that? Now, they also didn't have, they don't have Orlov, they don't have Bertuzzi anymore. Um, There was a lot of roster turnover, but... I'm putting Buffalo third. I want to see I, this is more of a homer pick, but I think that it finally clicks. Devin Levi is a legit goaltender, and Buffalo is finally ready. The Buffalo needs one of like Savoy or or you know Jack Quinn to take a step. One of their high end picks to hit, and if that happens, like on top of Thompson and everything else, dude, Darlene and Darlene and Power for the next decade is going to be. Hopefully, if they can figure out Darlene, is going to be just a blast to watch. So, um, I'm going to say Buffalo third, finally, for that city. And, uh, yeah, that's the top three in the Atlantic for me. Uh, the Metro, what's your top three in the Metro? Carolina. Mm-hmm. Joyce. Yep. And... We have the same <sighs> We have the same hiccups here, both both things. I'm going to say Pittsburgh. Okay. Um, I hate to. I'm not trying to be an Eric Carlson fanboy. I just I like a lot of the moves that that he made. The other ones, yeah. They I like the Achari. I like the Achari. I like the Lion Graves. Like I like the little moves that Dubis made. It's it's kind of funny. I actually like Dubis more now that he's on the Penguins and he on the Leafs. Like I don't know. It's just he. I yeah. I don't know. I and I just I can't see Crosby and them letting that happen again. I I understand that he's older. Like people want to you know hate on that stuff, but he had a great season last year. Him and Malkin. He's he's. There, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm drinking a little bit of the, the Kool Aid, and then like, I think my wild card teams. Yeah, those are that's where I start. I think it's gonna be Boston and 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 Rangers. Uh, I want Buffalo though. I want Buffalo. I agree. I uh, want yeah. Buffalo. I, that city just and yeah. Patrick and Allison. In a few weeks, if Patrick Kane signs in Buffalo, Bruh. I think I might have to knock one of them out of the playoffs. Living there, man, dude, that is that city deserves how nasty, it. How cool is that video that they post? It reminds me of like an NBA thing. Yep. You know what I mean? When they do those like those like workout videos, yep. like that's yep. what it reminds me of. All right, cool. so for the Metro, God, New Jersey's just gonna run the Eastern Conference for like five years. I hate it. Um, like Nemich, Nemich, and. And Luke Hughes haven't even really played at all, and they're gonna have them for three years in 900k. Like, they have Hughes at eight million. Like, if you were to do a GM mode, get the lottery dubs, and not just win the lottery, but get lucky when you win the lottery, because you could win the lottery and get Alexi Lafreniere, or you could win the lottery and get Jack Hughes. Right? Like, there's a there's not just luck to winning the lottery; it's when you win the lottery too. And God, the Devils just drilled it every year. If Alexander, if they didn't pick Alexander Holtz and they went with someone else, my God, this team might win the cup, like now. Um, I really want to take the Devils over Carolina, but Carolina's defense might be the best in the league, and their their goaltending tandem is the exact same again, which is crazy. Kachekov just can't crack it, and 
you know, their forward core is nothing special. But like, as long as Feshnikov doesn't get hurt, they don't have they don't have a they don't have a guy that's going to put up 100 points. I don't think. I think Aho and Feshnikov are very very good. They have eight NHL defensemen, by the way. I know because yeah, I forgot they got Orlov. I that, trade they have to trade somebody. I would yeah, think soon. Yeah, I, th- I that's too. That's why I thought Nylander would be gone. To be honest with you, it just made the most sense. Um, but yeah, I think Carolina wins uh, the Metro again. New Jersey second, but I could honestly see the Devils winning that one. It's all going to depend on their their goaltending. And then, uh, and if Luke Hughes and Nemich are ready, um, and then third, oh God, man, God, the Rangers stink. You know what's hard, man, is that it. When was the? How many times has the best goaltender in the league not made the playoffs? It can't be very often. I carry Price, but Montreal, he would drag Montreal to the playoffs. Right. Hmm. I don't know. I'd have to look. Like, I don't even mean the Vesna winner. I mean, like, the consensus best goalie in the league. Because Sorokin is probably the best goalie in the league. Or is about to be. You know? And uh, that makes it difficult, but... They have, they have, God, they are a boring team up front. Good Lord. Like, they, you know what I mean? They're, they're like, they're like dollar store Carolina. <laughs> Just with, instead of a good goalie tandem, they, they have the best goalie in the world, you know? Um, all right. I will say the Rangers. No, I, I, I like the Pittsburgh call. I think Pittsburgh is third in the Metro. I, I hate that because I, I don't want, I do want, I don't want to sound this like, I, Everyone flamed me for having the take of, like, I would have been okay with a seventh-round pick for Carlson because people just don't understand um, as a Sharks fan. And people have rose-colored glasses with a 100-point season. I don't know how with two right-handed defensemen, again, it works. But uh, that being said, I think Pittsburgh probably is third. And then the Rangers. And that last one, God, there is the, the Atlantic, like Detroit, Ottawa, Buffalo, Florida. That's what I meant by, like, the Atlantic's so good, but, like, not at the, the very, very top. Because the Capitals, man, they won't – I don't think they'll make the playoffs, but I think they will contend. I think it'll be close. I, I think the last wild card team is – I'm going to buy in. I'm going to say it's the Ottawa Senators, and I think Stutzla has 100 points. There we go. Hot take. So uh, I went uh, – I went Toronto uh, – Tampa, Buffalo in the Atlantic, Hurricanes, Devils, Penguins in the Metro, and then the Rangers and Ottawa Senators. You went with uh, Toronto, um, and then who was your second team? Florida. Florida, and then Tampa. You don't have Florida making anything. No, I don't have Florida. Dude, the only reason they made the playoffs last year, hockey, when you get into the playoffs, it is the most random sport in the world. It, it really is. It is. So I don't discredit the fact that they almost won the Stanley Cup. That's crazy and very difficult to do. But Montreal almost did two years ago, even though that was a, the bubble. But nonetheless, that's just the world we live in. The fact that Chicago doesn't beat Pittsburgh in that last game of the season, they're not even in. Like, they're not even in. And they they lost their top decor, their top defensive pairing. They don't have Ekblad or Montour for a while. Like, I just don't see – I don't I don't see how um, – I don't know. It'd just be very tough. It'd be very tough. Um, yeah. And then, uh, all right. So the West in the Central. Let's see your top three. 
Uh, Dallas, Colorado, Winnipeg. You. Okay. All right. Um, I will go. Dallas might win the cup this year. I think people are forgetting it, like not realizing what they did. That Duchesne deal, like their their core is nuts, man. Another season of Robertson. Has there ever been a draft class where a team drafts a number one at all three positions? No, especially in different times. Like, like it's crazy how they hit on their guys. Like, dude, that that draft class, which was, I believe, the Nico Heischer one, which was not the like was not viewed as like a great draft class at all. Nolan Patrick goes second. McCarr obviously in, in Pedersen, but they went high skinning. Hit. He's pro- low key dark horse to win the Norris this year. Um, high skinning, and then hundred point Niagara Ice Dog, Jason Robertson, and then Jake Ottinger is like a top seven goalie in the league. Like it's just like that's that's franchise saving because they were stuck with Ben and Sagan for you know, and they they would have been brutal. They'd have been the Sharks. Um, so I will go Dallas one, Colorado second. Good on Minnesota for not being a dumpster fire dealing with the Parise Suter bio ears. I thought for sure they have like 14 mil dead cap last year and this year. Like it's crazy. I got to meet Matt Boldy, man. He's awesome. Big fan. Um, that division sucks. <laughs> like, so does the, the Western Conference is bad, man. Like, no, there's no way Winnipeg finishes ahead of Minnesota. No way. Because I there's no way Shifley's even on the team halfway through the year by the trade deadline. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's the problem. Though. Or so hell if, if, if their team if their team stays put though, I like their team because I actually like that move uh that they got rid of Dubois. Not that I don't like Dubois, but I like what they got back. I think Ayo Follow is a good player. I think Velarde's a good addition. I think Velarde will score thirty goals. Um, and Kapari's a good player too. Rasmus and I think Hellebuck's one of the best goalies in the world. Yeah, Hellebuck. Yeah, Hellebuck's the same situation as Sorokin. I just don't see how they get rid of Hellebuck's contract. Just like, like, like I'm saying, like I know he's expiring, but I don't. It's hard to get rid of a goalie. They could have a problem that the Blues had last year, where it's too many expiring deals. So maybe that's like the issue. Yeah. So like I could see like flip flopping, or like uh, I'm like just if they go say, on a five game losing streak near the deadline. That's, that's my hot take though. Is one of no, that is a hot take. Uh, Pacific, what do you got? Uh, um, Vegas one, Edmonton two, and I'm gonna say Calgary three. Bro, dude. Okay, uh, okay. I'm glad you said that. Uh, Edmonton one. Uh, no disrespect to Vegas. I just don't like. I mean, they they did win the division. We called that last year too, by the way. Um, we can win in the West too. Yeah, I. Uh, no, I. I don't know why I don't want to believe in Vegas. Maybe it's because I'm a Sharks fan. I just don't see how Edmonton doesn't. God, if Edmonton disappoints. Now I'm gonna say Edmonton one, Vegas two. I, I want to say Calgary three, dude. Calgary is gonna be in a lot of trouble soon. A lot of trouble. But right now, their core is, like, really good. And I just don't know how they finish ahead of L.A. They had so many uh, one-goal game losses last year. It was ridiculous. I just don't like it. L.A. didn't get worse, though. No, I think they're going to make the playoffs. I just think they'll be a wild-card team. 
I don't like their goaltending. I love that pick, though. I really do. Cam, Cam Talbot and uh, Phoenix Copley. That's their goalies. So that's why I worry about it a lot. I'm going to go... God, I almost want to say Seattle 3. Uh, I don't know. That's tough. I don't want to buy into Seattle too. I'm such a pessimist. Um, I will say LA three. I will say LA three. Uh, what are your wildcard teams? Uh, I don't. Not in any order. I don't really know. Blues and Blues are gonna make a twenty point jump. Yeah, I think they will. Just because I think. Uh... I don't know. I think I like the I like that they got rid of like the expiring contracts, and I think uh, I think it'd be Blues and I think the Blues will get the last spot, and I think it'll be the Kings. I think Minnesota misses, wow. but I could if if Winnipeg dumps, I could see Minnesota coming in. Just like it's the same kind of thing. Like like uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't I, Winnipeg. I just feel like if they get off to a decent start, they'll like keep it together because. When they've already gotten rid of Shifley by now and stuff like that, but maybe they wait till like the deadline, like the Blues did. That's the only thing that, like I said, I could see Winnipeg not making it if they start selling off. But I'm gonna go Blues and uh, uh, Cal or uh, LA. The Kraken go back to yeah, I think the Kraken fall out. I will go. My two wildcard teams will be Calgary and. Vancouver. I also think the Blues will make a move. Um, that's you have three first-round picks last year. They have a very good prospect pool now after yeah, not having any Yeah, uh, the reason why I say that is because Army already tried to get Sandheim for that Krug trade that fell through. Oh, yeah. And Which sucks because now he's out. Yeah, but he'll, he's fine. He's skating and stuff. Like, he'll play. It's But it's, oh, the, thing that, it's the thing that... If he already tried to make a move once, he's not happy with it. Yeah. And I don't see him letting a whole season go by where if it's still an issue, he's just going to sit there and stand pat. Army's a good GM. I mean, he's, yeah, I just, yeah, that's, st- that's my guess. I'm still so stunned at how Vancouver's bad. I think the roster's very good. You know what? I, that, that one's tough too. Like, like, that, like when like, talking I mean, came on, they were good. They ruined the lottery pick. Honestly, it, it's, it's them, Minnesota, Winnipeg in the blues for me that are like, like I think LA is better than all four of the, or yeah, no. Yeah. All, all three of them, no, four of them. I think LA is better than the blues. I think they're better than Winnipeg. I think they're better than Minnesota. And I think they're better than uh, Vancouver, but like that four teams right yeah. there, I could see them doing either thing. You know what I mean? Like I see the blues making a move, making themselves better. I could see Winnipeg, like you said, Doing what the Blues did last year and getting rid of like O'Reilly and Tarasenko, but getting rid of Shifley and getting rid of expiring contracts. So I don't know. It's a tough one. West is like, yeah, West is more interesting than I thought it would be. Yeah, there's, it's like, dude, there. I, I guess it's funny because like Dallas is a powerhouse. I legitimately think they're gonna have 110 points easy. Um, but like no one wants like that. That feels gross to say. Cause you just don't want it's it's the problem with hockey in the west coast it's like it's just you don't watch it a ton you probably do more than because you're central but as an east coaster you just don't see it anywhere which has been the hardest part of being a sharks fan over here but um yeah uh all right there you go uh who's winning the cup i'm gonna say toronto make the moves 
I was gonna do the same thing. What the fuck? Why? I just love like I love the moves they made, dude. It, it they ah oh, man. I'm excited to watch. Man. I I'm legitimately kinda, I'm, think I'm rooting for him a little bit. Like it's like I mean I can't like root for like a team. This is a wild, like, stunning turn of events here. Yeah, I mean like all you the people hated them. Are, well, I just hate their fans being so like. God, something they can do about it, bro. It's just well, shoved like, down their throats. Well, well, I know, but it's just like sometimes it's like it's it's like obvious. Like last year, like did they really think that team was gonna win the cup? Like they thought after winning like the one round against a team that was like sputtering around, they were just gonna like oh we're just gonna blow through three more rounds. I'm like, so I'm so curious to see. First of all, if they don't win the first round this year, oh my god, dude. <laughs> like that dude. It's it, it is must. It is the only must watch hockey team in the playoffs in the first round. All of it should be because the first round of the NHL playoffs, in my opinion, is the best playoff round of any sport. And then it gets worse, in my opinion, as it goes along. But there is no way that the hockey world isn't glued because if they don't get out of the first round again, I don't know what you do. And secondly, because the Marner situation's up, like Nylander's up, like they could, those, Matthews is not going anywhere. And that was evident just because you don't lose their top center ever in this league. But. You know, if they win that first round, it's not going to be the same, you know, they won a cup feeling. They will be excited, and they will throw it down your throats just because, you know, that it's it's not just the fans in one city. It's fans of a, in a country. But, oh, yeah. man, they would. in here in a week with the Blue Jays. Yep. Oh, God. Dude, I was sitting there at the Ice right. Dogs game last night. I'm like, come on, Texas. Just blow this game to man. I never, I, uh, I never seen a – I remember watching Stroman – I can't think they're playing the Rangers. Oh, that play, year. dude! That that playoff series and as a sports fan like was incredible. Six, Stroman went like six innings and he gave up like four or five runs or something. Or like it was like four mm-hmm. earned or something. Like, and they gave him a standing O, like leaving the field. I'm like, was he good? <laughs> like, 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 I was just like, God, so yeah, man, like that. The, the the Blue Jays and the Raptors are something that people in American sports again. Those two teams, well, the Raptors won a championship, but yeah, Raptors they're, aren't that annoying. They're American. They're yeah. yeah, they're American. You know, sports they're playing. Um, that is not, but in hockey, obviously, there's every big team, every big city in Canada has a team. Yeah, but man, as a re- diehard Red Sox fan, and I have been obsessed with the Red Sox this year. I cannot. It is my least favorite part of living here, is because the yes. there is diehard Leafs fans. The entire the entire anyone any leave any normal just average person in Southern Ontario can talk about the Leafs in an intelligent manner. There is no other fan base. There's a lot of diehard Blue Jay fans. Don't get me wrong, but I have never seen anything like the flock that comes out of Union Station that have not watched a single inning of baseball that just cram into Rogers Center and it's all you hear about. Like it is unmatched. It is and it's not just in Toronto. It is the entire country. And I do not mean to to poop on hard, diehard Jays fans. There are lots of them out there. A lot of my best friends are Jays fans and those ones are you know I can respect. But good lord, I will never forget my one of my favorite sports moments ever is when me and my wife were we were just dating. We weren't even engaged. Took her to our first baseball game. There's a Red Sox, Red Sox, uh, Blue Jays, and we're sitting, uh, we're sitting in the in the outfield, and no, we were we were in, we were on, we were on the third baseline, so it was more like it was an expensive seat, and um, I remember these two guys in front of me. You know, there's two fans, and you've got that one guy who just is just an analyst, and he's trying to tell his buddy about every single thing, and you got to sit there and listen to it. Baseball game is long, 
this is before the pitch clock. I'm sitting there listening. I'm not saying anything because my wife, my, my girlfriend at the time, doesn't give a shit about baseball. And Minonora Kawasaki, who was like 40 years old and was literally there for fun, you know, and was, you know, an okay utility player, comes into the game, okay? He looks very young. Kawasaki at the time looked very young. This dude was just given, you know, analysis from start to finish. It's like the eighth inning. He comes in to pinch hit, and he goes to his buddy, and he's dressed in the Blue Jay gear and all of it. He goes to his buddy. He's like, Kawasaki's coming in. That's a great move. He's a good young kid. And I sat there, and I, I was about to say something. I was about to be like, mm, and I was just like, nope, this is the, this is the forever will be my perfect example of Blue Jay fans the second that they make the playoffs. That being said, if you live in Toronto and you're there, and you want to have some fun, you go and you go to a Blue Jay playoff game because it is just like thousands of drunk Canadians that just want to yell and have fun, and you won't see a lot of fights. So now you, now you know how I feel when I sit at Blues games and listen to people around me try to talk about it, and then when they figured out I that can. I was the, when, I, when I figured out I was the emergency goalie, it was a whoa, okay, like maybe we'll ask you this stuff, oh, like you man. know what I mean? It's like so funny because it would always be like this hot take. So same thing with like the Petrangelo stuff. Oh yeah! Me, everyone here is so bitter about it, and he's winning cups now in Vegas. Like, oh, like he left because the money. I'm like, <laughs> if only you knew the story. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, man. I, I love when people like act like know it all. So stuff. It's just yeah. like stop. But I am also a bitter blue Red Sox fan, so you know, take that with a grain of salt. But man, it is a that is the painful part of of Canadian media is that the the Blue Jays are a national team, not a not a regional team, but. All right, that's going to do it for episode 70-something of Coffee and Shell. Um, thank you guys for watching. Next episode, we will have NHL 24 biggies to talk about. So uh, thank you, everyone, that stayed uh, tuned throughout the summer. And we'll be back regularly for uh, our episodes throughout the year. Thanks again for watching, guys, or listening. See you next week. Have a good one.